0: Hard first, easy later. So today I wanna to talk about subject matter expert or SME, it's like the slang terminology for it. And at least to me, I don't, I, don't, I haven't looked up the definition or anything like that. I, I assume, or at least my my interpretation of what it means is somebody who's an expert in a specific field. Expert meaning whatever group or organization that you're in, you are the authority on that, or you are perceived as the authority on that. Um, Meaning that you can go deeper than anyone else. You have more breadth of knowledge as far as horizontal and vertical. Um, That may not always be the case, but that's the way that I look at it. Um, Example would be, uh, maybe somebody uh, just switched organizations and they're coming over from GitHub and they have you know, deep internal knowledge of GitHub, they've also been working with the code base and the tools and everything for years and years and years. Coming into a new org, they're probably going to be the SME for GitHub. So any GitHub-related tools or anything like that, and somebody runs into problems and they need a solution, or they just don't know what the problem is or they don't know what the possible solution is, uh, they would go to this person who would be their SME. Uh, sometimes. Being a SME, also coming along with that, you can get things like specific uh, admin rights. Um, You know, what what that might mean is maybe you have a a GitHub SME, but you also have uh, all of the access has to go through that SME or his team or her team. And, uh, you know, that can kind of slow things down. I'm sure a lot of people can kind of start to see what that does. Is, you know, it's good to have people who are. You know, very you know authoritative on a specific area. They can go deep on it, but you you know once once you cross that line where you start giving them the authority to say you know to essentially be gatekeepers for that area, um, you know at least in my experience, it slows uh, development down quite a bit. Um, and not just development. It just kind of creates this um, perception that uh, there's there's so much process involved in things, um, but but yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk too much about that right now. That's that's a side thing. Um, mainly, what I want to focus on around this whole SME thing is you know what, because I because I see pretty much everybody is a SME. Not everybody has their own you know authority that goes along with that, but we all know that there's some area that we're extremely good or confident or whatever in and we're pretty willing to go extremely deep on a specific vertical and we know that other people aren't there or we perceive them as not being in the same place we are. Um, So what that means is maybe your team or your org doesn't see you as a SME, but you see yourself as a SME in a specific area, which, to be honest, I think is healthy and it's a little bit more uh, friendly uh, as far as, you know, you don't, you don't want to go around <laughs> telling people that you're better than them at a specific thing. Uh, there's no reason to do that. You, you either demonstrate that you you have that knowledge or you don't. Um, and I think that's really how things have to go at most orgs. That, that's how it's gone for me because everybody's had that person that, you know, is perceived to have specific knowledge vertical and then they don't. And so then everybody's kind of feeling a little bit maybe irritated, you know, frustrated at that person for, you know, kind of either, either they, they knew going into it that they didn't have the knowledge that they were, you know, uh, you know, giving off or, or the perception that they were giving off to, to everyone else that they had this knowledge. Uh, you know, so you can kind of get into these, these weird areas, but I, I the main thing that I want to talk about though, with this is you know, what it's like to be a SME and what I think the ideal SME, you know, would be. Uh, And I say that as somebody who does not like SMEs, as far as uh, I think that you can't really get away from being a SME when you you work hard at anything. But I think that your goal should always be to get away from it, at least in tech. I don't know about any other industries. I'm not gonna speak to anything else. But as far as on the engineering side, uh, when I go into something and I realize that, uh-oh, I'm the only one that can do this, or I perceive myself as being the only one who can do something uh, or, or effectively do something, um, then I'm gonna probably think, okay, what can I do? What kind of pattern or process can I put in place so that I'm not the only one? Example of this would be if you are uh, a mobile app company and you're publishing apps to the store and updating them and so you have a constant release process you know continuous delivery all that crap and you maybe once a week once every couple days you need to do something with the Apple store the Google Play store you know uh, Windows universal if anybody even uses that uh BlackBerry's marketplace I don't know what their things called um, you know you know what I'm talking about so if you have a SME who has admin rights to that and and that's part of your process and you are the SME or you're, you're, you're in a team that has a SME that has control of that and they go on vacation, you're screwed. You can't do whatever you can do. Or if they're just gone for the day, you can't, you can't get the information you need or you, you have kind of this barrier and it's twofold. One is you have a gatekeeper situation where somebody has to press a red button that you know you know specifically what red button they need to press as the team member. Uh, but you have to wait for them to press it. And vice versa, if you're the one pressing that red button, you can get kind of irritated with people because maybe you're working on something else and somebody comes in and their red button is so important, but you could give a shit about the red button because you're working on some other bright red button or whatever. Who cares? But my point is that it it creates this disruption. And, and what I've found, what ends up happening is uh, the team member... Has to do a knowledge transfer to the SME because you're essentially making a case to the SME, hey, uh, here's a, a, a case for why, here's evidence why we need to do this thing. I need you to press this button because. And then you have to also make sure that the SME knows which button to press. You know, And so it creates this huge thing where uh, you know, it kind of gets disconnected. So if you're the SME and somebody's asking you, press the same red button every two or three days, you might want to streamline that process, meaning put something in place to where no one person needs to press that button. Put it in the process, maybe in your pipeline somewhere, where it automatically presses that red button. Um, any one of those things can be, you know, certificates, passwords, you know, any kind of credentials, something that has to do with the signing process of apps, you know, a lot of those are the common uh, uh, bottlenecks that I've seen, um, yeah. So that, and that's and that's one area. The other one is, you know, when it comes to collaboration and, and development, um, what I've seen is you'll have a SME who's worked on a specific vertical and they're very confident in that one vertical, and somebody else may come come in on a new project. So you know, we've got that GitHub guy; and he's worked at GitHub for ten years. And now he's joined a new organization. He's still the GitHub SME, okay? But he hasn't been at GitHub for two years. And some new junior engineer or whatever comes over from, from GitHub. and uh, Or maybe he wasn't even working at GitHub. He was doing open source work for GitHub for years. And then he's now an actual software engineer. And he's full-time and he's not you know volunteering or whatever. Um, and this kid comes in and he's like, hey, I think we should be you know doing this and this and this and and you as the SME are thinking that's not how we do things. That's not how we did it at GitHub and that's not how we're doing it in my team. Uh, Immediately, you are telling this person any other ideas you have, I'll probably shoot them down as well because I don't see you as my equal and I don't see your ideas as valid, okay? And the problem with that is that even if the person's idea is wrong because that's the majority of the time this junior engineer that's coming in they don't know the things that they don't know they don't have they don't know the unknowns you know the, the unknown unknowns as they say uh, and you you have that that deep knowledge so you can sit there and say oh this idiot he doesn't know this and this and this and you can just do this but you you can't do that you can't just You know, because I've done it. I've been guilty of this where, and it's so easy to do where you have somebody who comes in who's just less experienced and they say, well, I think we should do this or I don't think we should do that. And sometimes it's an easy thing. Sometimes it's so easy to just be like, hey, you know, this is a binary answer. Here's, you know, true false here. This is why right here, you know, two plus two is four. And they're like, oh my God, you're right. Right. That's great. Love those situations, but those are very, very uncommon, at least in my experience. Usually, what happens is, it's a situation where there's such a nuance to it, to where it's it's kind of not not really a gray area, but it's such a long-winded thing that it's very difficult uh, to get that across to um, to that team member. Um, and, and the other thing, too, is that there is a case where they're right, you know, and so as the SME, you really have to kind of look at it like, you know, like you're like you're a kid. And I've, I've heard this described, um, I don't remember who, who it was that described it, but it was something like you, you have to approach things and they were talking about something else, not SME related, but, but I think it's, it's valid in this situation, which is, uh, and this had to do with like creativity or collaboration or something. And the way the guide described it was, uh, if somebody starts talking about uh, swimming or fishing or something, and they describe it, and they, the beginning of their sentence, they say something about, uh, you cast your pole into the water, and the uh, SME, or, or whoever the expert is, or whoever it is that's talking, or, or talking to this person can stop them and say, wait, wait, wait. what is water? You know, before you get to the thing that you're going to ask, just tell me, define water for me. So, you know, and that, and that kind of made total sense, which is, you know, you, when I've approached things, I think most of the time I approach things with a pretty open mind. But there are some times where I can kind of get up on my high, high horse and, you know, some inexperienced person comes in and starts talking about, you know, some little known library or something uh, or, or an old, old syntax or old pattern or something, and I can be irritated, frustrated, and maybe to the point where either I've already explained it or I don't want to continue to explain it, or I don't even want to start explaining it to the person why we shouldn't use it. And I'm just immediately writing them off as being wrong. And even if that is the case, it's the wrong way to go about it because then the next time when they're maybe not wrong, they may not contribute to the rest of the team because they feel like they're being stifled or, or that, that I don't care about what their opinion is. Um, and I think the best situations that I've seen and teams that I've been on are, and I've always tried to do this, but it, it definitely does not always work out. The idea is that everyone should be able to equally be wrong and fail and still life goes on and there's no issues. And sometimes that happens, I think a lot of times that happens, but there are times where it doesn't work out quite as, as well. Like, you know, people will feel a little bit, uh, butthurt or, or like they're singled out or, or they just feel like kind of the loser for, for a day or two or something like that. Uh, and that's not, that's not ideal. You know, you, you want, you want people to, uh, be excited about being wrong almost, uh, because it's. It's more of you get together in a group and you find the best answer, the best solution for something, uh, and and so that's the same thing with the SME, where I think if somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, I think we need to publish to Android, uh, Google Play. and We don't need to be on the Apple Store." Um, I need to approach that with, you know, why do you think that? You know, what's what's the making you think that? Um, and, and, and I don't know the right answer as far as, you know, because I've been in that situation where I've tried to be open-minded, but I feel like there was kind of two doors, and one was either go very long-winded, and, and sometimes we don't have the luxury of time where we have things that matter that we need to work on, and so we can't sit there and do a white paper on why we need to be an Apple, uh, Apple store uh, and Androids store. Um, you know, sometimes I I think sometimes you have to make a decision and that's part of being a SME is that you need to be decisive about things, but you still have to collaborate with people. So it's really kind of, you you don't necessarily give somebody, um, you know, a a decisive directive where you're like, Hey, this is exactly what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. I think more... You have to look at it like you're, uh, like a, almost like a consultant, where somebody comes to you and they're just asking for your opinion. So, no matter what role you're essentially in, your role as a SME should only really be as a consultant. So, what I mean by that is a team member comes to me and says, Hey, I think we should only be in the Google Play Store. And then I can say, Well, you know, why do you think that? And then I can say, Well, the reason I think that we should be in the Apple Play Store is because of this, this, and this don't have time to elaborate more on that, but that is the general idea of why, you know, maybe you list like one thing or two things, uh, and then that's it. And then you can just say, Hey, I don't agree. If now, if there's a hierarchy where it's like a business decision or something like that, you can just say, well, you know, we can have a bigger team decision or, you know, we can, you know, do do whatever forum you want to do. But, uh, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's a, uh, a good idea. I understand what you're talking about. I understand why you think we should only be in Google Play. I think we should be in both. Um, so I, I think that's really, and that's somewhat combative or, or combative or whatever, but it's still, you're, you're being honest and you're giving them your opinion, but you're not shutting them down either. And it's a little bit more like, hey, if you want to have a bigger discussion, you want to have the rest of the team, that's fine. Uh, or, or, you know, whoever your direct report is or whatever. Um, and usually it shouldn't go that far, but it depends on your team size and team structure and everything else though, because sometimes that is kind of common. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I've seen a lot of where, uh, you know, and I do this too, where you kind of go through life where you, uh, you, you're a hammer and everything you see is a nail and that's not always the case. Um, so you kind of have like this confirmation bias, I think as a SME, when, once you go in pretty deep on anything you can find a reason to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over and also be apprehensive to other people who don't want to do it that same way. So, yeah, and the the only real reason I think about this is is just because of collaboration reasons. Um, you know, I, I've been on some teams that uh, that have had issues with some of that and other teams where we've excelled at that. And I think it's really come down to the collaboration side uh, but also how SMEs are treated because sometimes uh, you can be wrong about something as a SME on this extreme edge case uh, or, or in, in some weird cases you're wrong and the other person is wrong you're both wrong and so the best collaboration and communication that I've seen is when you can both be wrong, or one of you is wrong, and you both feel happy about it because you figured it out. You solved the problem. Whatever it was, you figured it out. You know, Because the worst thing is when you don't figure it out. When you get to an impasse, you both don't agree, and there's no decisive uh, uh, differentiator between the two decisions. Uh, And you as a SME, you really need to have a differentiator. That is really your entire role is to be able to offer up some kind of evidence that is so compelling that you can lean that way, but also where you can essentially have your anti-pitch and actually lean the other way. So, and, and a good rule of thumb that I've done in some cases is, when somebody comes to me with something like that, is I will praise them for that, you know, and then I will offer up a why. So I might say, "That's a great idea," you know. If we're since we're just doing an MVP app. Uh, you know, if we just put it in Google, Google Play Store first, um, that will save us a little bit of development time. We won't even have to think about Apple. And that, that would be kind of my anti-pitch, where I'm essentially agreeing with them or taking the opposite stance of what my actual opinion is or my recommendation. And then after giving that anti-pitch, where I'm essentially aligning myself with their opinion and telling them, I see your perspective, I empathize with your reasoning, Okay. But this is also what I think the ultimate decision is, and then you lay out your evidence for both stores. Um, and I think doing that can get them to kind of see things from your angle. If they're if, if they're perceiving it as you're hearing them, you're listening to them, and you're thinking about their solution as a possible solution, as if you've never heard of your other solution. So. You, you're initially approaching it as, oh, that's why you want to do just Android. That makes sense. And then it's, well, what if we did this? And the other thing is obviously the whole we thing. I've, I, I, I feel like I pedal that everywhere I go is the whole we thing. Um, the worst thing that I've seen is when somebody's just, I, 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 I all the time, and you know, I, I don't think it's really not really something i've run into lately i think early on i've run into that a little bit but for the most part i haven't seen that lately um but it's definitely a thing as far as when you are uh kind of i i don't know how to describe this uh you're in a debate or conversation you know you're trying to come to a solution the most important thing is to make sure that throughout the whole process you're a team okay and you're trying to solve that problem as a team, not as yourself. It's not you or them being right; it's us finding a solution. So that's that's generally, um, yeah. I, I, I think that's. Uh, I don't know if that is is the greatest in-depth description that I can think of, but yeah. And on the other end, though, I've seen, uh, I've seen SMEs where. They can be so in their own worlds, and everything you know, every everything they run into is a nail, you know, and that's all they do. And it really is, I think, and this is my opinion, but I think when you are a SME in a specific area for too long, uh, that's the, essentially the road to the end of your career, or or it's. It's where you end up in a very sad state, you know. One of these people who are, uh, you know, I don't want to be too shitty, um, <laughs> but I feel like they're all kind of typecast. It's almost like it's that guy from uh, Silicon Valley, where uh, his hair all slicked back, and uh, what was it? He he had like on, on like one of the last episodes, uh, he's taking out the Hooli phones, and he's like, so here's a phone, and he reaches in the box and gets another box out and he goes here's another phone," and then reaches in the box and gets another phone here's a (laughs) phone. he's like straight up just brain dead you know um but he's but he's extremely good at what he does and and the cool thing about that episode too is he i think he beat uh uh what is it I don't know what the guy's name is, that one of the other engineers, he beat him at chess or something like 45 times in a row or something. Uh, Probably because he spends all day long inside of a server farm playing chess on his phone or whatever. But I think that was kind of the joke they were going for. Uh, And the funny thing was that the engineer that he beat at chess and this whole thing, they seem like very similar and then it cuts to 20 years in in the future later in the episode and you see him with almost the exact same haircut (laughs) but anyways I I just think that is uh that's kind of where and, and maybe people want to end up there so don't get me wrong maybe you want to be the guy that's extremely good at one exact vertical and nothing else um but and, and I think it's healthy on some level to be a little bit lopsided and be very specialized in one vertical. But I think it's even more important to change. You know, it's more important to evolve as time goes by. And I think that outlook will kind of stifle any kind of evolution you're trying to go through as far as if you're, you know, because the way I learn, and I don't know how other people, everybody learns differently. The way I learn is cl- through collaboration and and, and uh, practice so uh, or, or practical application, meaning I have to actually build things and communicate. It's not from reading a book or reading a doc or watching some conference talk or something like that. I need to build it and I also need to talk to other people who are capable of building it and ask them why or how or what. And that collaboration you know, in junction or in conjunction with uh, the practical application is what is my kind of ideal incubator for you know going deep on a new vertical or going deeper on uh, existing vertical. So that's that's just my thoughts on that.